from the Damn Yankees release, Don't Tread. That is Damn Yankees with Don't You Tread on Me. And uh, open up the show tonight, we heard Alice Cooper with uh, I Love America and a guy who actually uh, left the native soil and went out and defended this country. My good friend and partner, Chris Aiken. Happy 4th of July there, Chris. Well, I sure didn't defend it to hear that awful shitty song. Ugh. Well, hey, you know, it, it had a message. It had a message, dude. The message was Alice Cooper sucks dick. What a horrible song. Fucking stinks. Stinks. <laughs> He's awful. He's always been awful. Well, he, he puts on an awesome live show, though. I, I've, <laughs> I've seen this show at least a half a dozen times, and he is a ringmaster. That is for sure. Now, I like him live, but I would like him even better if I didn't have to hear those songs. <laughs> I'm just not a fan of him. Yeah. Never. Never. What are you doing? Are you doing your show in the dark over there or what? Wait, am I dark? You're very dark over there. Oh, okay. Well, I, I don't have all the lights on. Oh, I know. There you go. Yeah, oh, I didn't shit. have I didn't have my ring light on, that's all. I thought maybe the, the protesters came your way and you're hiding in a cave or something. No, Holy no, I, I forgot to turn on the uh the ring light. All right, there we go. Yeah. Well, uh, it is a special 4th of July because uh, our good friend and uh, CMS Hardcore, our, our good friend Sal, is joining us live here in the in the uh, CMS studio. Ooh. What's happening, Sal? Hey, I'd like to thank both of you guys for allowing me to sit in. I get to see here how the sausage is made and uh, feeling extremely patriotic today, especially at this time of all this horse shit and stuff. And we shot guns today in a blaze of glory. Did a little skeet ball and go-kart riding last night, although nearly cheated going around the left flank to pass me and then <laughs> proceeded to cut off three chicks and nearly run them into the tires, but he won nonetheless. <laughs> Thank you very little, sir. I know that made no sense to you at all, Chris. No I'm sen- like, okay. No, no sense like- at all. He, he just recapped the whole evening. That was like a Tim James phone call when his wife's in the room. Yeah. He just- <laughs> Just, just just a bunch of words yeah just blurted it all out there you know of course he he couldn't wait for us to just discuss the evening's events he had to just throw it all out there and go yep that was that's what happened all right well thanks for coming sal it's been great having you on the show and we'll see you next time you're welcome <laughs> see you next fourth. <laughs> well uh sal has been hanging out here with me since yesterday and um he and I uh, went out, and uh, I, it's the first time I've actually gone out to a restaurant uh, bar uh, since the lockdown. Okay. So, uh, you know, obviously the lockdown happened the second week of March, and here we are into the first week of uh, July. And and uh, Sal came in. He wanted to uh, experience a Radius Bloody Mary, so he and I uh, headed to the Radius, and we had some... Uh, bloody marys and some food and hung out last night and uh you know it was pretty good it was pretty chill most people were just like acting like everything was normal as you know it didn't it didn't seem like anything was out of kilter and you know people were just out just doing what they normally do well that's cool that sounds fun yeah so uh sal since he sort of just like threw it all out there after uh, he he and I went out and had some drinks and stuff, there's a, a local like a like a arcade place here. They have like uh, batting cages and um, go karts and 
miniature golf and arcade uh-huh. games and all this other stuff. So we went there and we played some skee ball. We we uh, you know drove the go karts. We <laughs> played all the arcade games and all right. that shit. And it was a lot of fun because people were just out having a good time. Well, that's good. Glad they're doing that there. Well, they're all they're all sitting home in Pennsylvania. <laughs> well, they they weren't doing that here. And here here's the here's the thing. Uh, you know, we were there and there were all kinds of people there. There were white, black, Hispanic, you know, and everybody was just like hanging out, having a good time. Like, Hey man, how's it going? Good to see you. You know, having fun just, you know, and there was no disparity there. There was no, uh, tensions among anybody. Everybody was kind of enjoying themselves. How how would you, how would you assess the uh, crowd at the uh, arcade there, Sal? Everything. It was just everything uh, of all ages. Everybody was having a great time, great weather, um, couple beers, eating the bad pizza that it looked like, <laughs> and uh, I mean, it, it, you know, little kids, uh, you know, little leaguers and stuff like that. And, and we had a great time on the go karts. It was that was full and packed. I thought everybody, uh, you know, was of course behaving themselves and was you know enjoying the long weekend, you know. Nothing out of the ordinary. It should be that way all the time. Right. Wise words from Sal, Chris. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks a lot for coming, Sal. It's been great having you. <laughs> See you next year, 2021. Happy 4th. All right. <laughs> well, Sal, Sal has been running around the CMS studio about an hour before the show. Yeah. He was just so amped up to get to this point. <laughs> I was like, are you nervous, Sal? He's like running back and forth to the guest room where he's staying and, you know, getting his laptop all ready and getting in that CMS chat room and making sure that he's in because he didn't want to not get in. And, you know, he's just like, oh, the show's going to start. And uh, is my headphones where I can hear? Oh, yeah, I got the music. Okay, I got that going on. It's like, dude, you're more nervous than I am about getting shit going here. By contrast, over here, um, my alarm went off at 8.50 to get up to, to come in here and do the show. And then I just sat here listening to Stuck Mojo until you said one minute left. Right, right. Well, well, actually, it was it was kind of funny because Sal and I were actually talking about that. He goes, well, what are you going to do before the show? What do you got to do? What, what kind of prep do you got to do? I mean, does it take you like hours to get ready for the show and i said well chris just needs to wake up and turn his mic on yeah here i'll do it for you here you go sal here's my prep <laughs> click <laughs> click now it's on there it is i turned it off and on ready to go. I, you know, a man well, dedicated to his craft well, well, what does chris do i mean is he does he get ready for the show what, what does he do i mean oh, yeah. what do you do on this end i mean i i mean what kind of stuff do you got to get going on i said well i reboot the server i reboot the computers i get the intro going you know pick a couple of songs and i get well did you get some stories or anything picked out for the night or what did you do i said sal i haven't done shit well, nothing nothing we'll figure it out you know. go and if not, it'll be a shit show. Whatever. <laughs> oh, there's just a lot of tasks going on there. Yeah, sure is. <laughs> so let's see. Did I speak to you at all this week? No, not at all. Not one time. Not, not, even a not one. And and uh, you you didn't even answer half of the text or emails I sent you either. 
What did you email me or text? Uh, I sent you a couple stories or I text you a picture, you know, a meme or something, you know, and you didn't really, you know, you commented on maybe one or two and that was about it. Yeah, I was working this week. I could tell you were busy. I didn't bother you. It was definitely a busy week trying to get, trying to get some projects out, out and about and done so that I can not work quite as hard because I have to, I have to pick one day next week to go out to PA so I can just see the fucking carnage. <laughs> well, what's going on? What What do you mean by the carnage? Is there something happening there? Or what's going on? No, just no. There's nothing happening there. That's the carnage. The so carnage. it just it just fell apart all of a sudden. Even though you know when you opened, you said that you know things were kind of rolling along and you know it was well, slow. But then uh, did it just fall off? Well, that fucking cocksucking fuckface governor out there and Governor cocksucker Wolf put out there again this week man you know mandated uh, masks and all this other horse shit so now everybody thinks that we're closed again even though we're just gonna defy the fucking law right well it's not a law it's not a law the edict the edict not not a law it's not a law so i'm like fuck you i'm not doing it but of course all the fucking sheep that that live in pennsylvania they're certainly scared for their lives as can be atoned by my Friday and Saturday total of um, income is $329. Wow. For two days, not one. <laughs> so, so 160 bucks a day. Yeah. What a, what on a holiday, no less on a holiday when it's 90 fucking five degrees, which usually last year, just to, just to set the precedent last year, $2,800. On July 4th. This year, 160. Wow. Fuck you, Tom Wolf. I hope you get cancer, you <laughs> fuck. I hope you get cancer and they won't admit you because you also have COVID, you fucking cocksucking faggot. Fuck you. Fucking hate that cocksucking governor. Yeah, well, that's what you get with the libs. Mm-hmm. Well, nobody was wearing a mask that we could see. Nope. And uh, people were just enjoying themselves. They were having some, uh, you know, some food and some drinks. And, uh, you know, at the uh, arcade, people were out there riding the go-karts and laughing and having a good time. And, you know, I was I was basically kicking their ass all over the track. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. We know why. (laughs) And, uh, you know, Sal and I were, you know, shooting basketball and and playing skee-ball and you know, knocking down clowns and shit like that. We were having a good time. Yeah, it was a good time, man. You know, no, but like you say, only the the help, only the the workers had the masks on, which both at Radius and at the um, arcade, which I'm sure is some sort of mandated state law, which is cool, but it's too fucking hot to be wearing any of that shit, and I'm glad we didn't have to, um, especially at Radius, because some of the places... By me, a Walgreens and whatnot, and you know downtown Chicago, it's mandatory. But again, it's not written in stone. There's no law; it's just a guideline. And I'm glad to see um, some of our celebrities, uh, hard rock celebrities, winging on the issue too. <laughs> yeah, every one of these guys, including your good friend, can suck a dick about the fucking. <laughs> well, I saw that our good friend Stephen Piercy was, uh, you know, uh, anti-mask. Yeah, good. Good. How about this for all of them? For Don Dockin, for jo- for Latori, for uh, Michael Sweet, for all of them. How about you shut the fuck up? How about that, huh? <laughs> How about 
that? How about this, Michael Sweet? How about you fucking stick a microchip in your arm because it might be safer to know where you are at all times? Okay, cocksucker? Maybe the fact that it, just because this law or this edict or whatever doesn't apply to your Bible, you can say that people should do it. If it applied to your little fucking book that says Holy Bible, you'd be the first one railing against it. So shut the fuck up, you fake religious cocksucker. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I, I saw that uh, our good friend Stephen Piercy got uh, what was it called? Uh, hashtag Unmask America. Yeah, and uh, I, I see that he got a lot of blowback from all kinds of people, even his uh, former bandmate, Fred uh, uh, Fred Corey, and as well as you know, of course, uh, Sebastian Bitch. <laughs> You know, uh, getting all, but I, I like the fact that uh, Steven stood up there and, you know, said something about it. Yeah. Well, they all need to say nothing about it. That's I agree. What I, they all True. need to say, including Steven. Shut up. Yeah. How, how about this? Sing, um, sing Arms <laughs> Open Wide or whatever that fucking song is. How about that? Sing that. Get on and do your little quarantine show. You and Eric play a fucking song. No one cares. No one wants to hear from Todd LaTorre. No one wants to hear from Don Dockin. No one wants to hear from any of these fucking assholes about their fucking belief on the mask. I agree. It's like, where did you get your information, CNN? Yeah, it's like, fucking A. I can't wait to hear your stories next week when Don makes you fucking stand three miles away from him so you don't give him the COVID. Well, we'll <laughs> see how that works out. I, are you going to wear a mask on the plane? No. Well, I, you're going you to have to. I think you have to. I don't think you really have a choice. United what, will not let you on. What if Don fucking tells you that you need to wear a mask backstage? Are you going to wear a mask? Uh, I would have to see what the situation is, but I don't plan on it. No. Shit. You should call him now and say, hey, I'm not coming if I got to wear a mask. <laughs> <laughs> Although with with Reb there, you might need the mask. <laughs> <laughs> well it it gets ridiculous uh again where does everybody get their information from what makes them such experts as to that you should or shouldn't yeah none of them are they're they're, they're watching the same fucking horseshit we're seeing exactly shut up you don't know exactly how about this? Every one of you fucking rock stars that all of a sudden thinks because you have 12,000 followers, you're a fucking doctor. How about this? How about you just fucking look at everything and, and admit that everything's fucked up. The CDC says something different than the WHO says. Fauci says something different than the doctors are saying. Some doctors are saying it's good. Some doctors are saying it's bad. Nobody has a fucking clue. So shut the fuck up. How about that? Yeah. How about just throw the news up in the air and catch one as it falls and read that one? Because that's pretty much what you're doing right now. I agree. I completely they're agree. All, they're all so fucking stupid. And they all just want to fucking sabotage their fan base. Because no matter what they say about it, half of them are going to be like me. Whatever side they take, you're going to have people that are going to be just fucking pissed off about it. I agree. Like, like Todd LaTorre, Queensryche is fucking gone from playing... 18,000 seaters to play in a thousand seaters. Why don't you be quiet and fucking work on a new record and write a song that says orange man, bad and mask. Good. That could be your new title. Orange man, bad mask. Good. That'd be a great song on the next Queensryche album. Dick fuck. Shut <laughs> <G'day>. up. <laughs>
just shot it. Yeah, I agree. Well, we were talking about that today. Um, I was visiting with my sister, and Sal and I went out and uh, shot the arsenal today. Okay. And, uh, you know, Sal is, does, doesn't own any guns, but he went out there to shoot with us today. And, you know, we shot the, the new 45, the, the new Hurstel 45, which, by the way, dude, that is a, that's, nice today was on. the first time I, I shot that. Yeah, absolutely a fantastic gun. I mean, it's it's kind of top heavy, but there is no kick, nice control on it, and uh, it's just it's just an awesome piece. Uh, Sal shot the uh, the the uh, Smith and Wesson forty four. Oh, his first his first shot that he took, his right hand flew off of the gun. <laughs> He went, holy fuck! Was it one of these? Are, can you see the screen? Was it one of these? Was it? Was it? The, was it this? Can you see it? Yeah, let me look. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> Someone forgot to lock their hands yeah, underneath. He had he had such a look of surprise on his face the first time he pulled that trigger. Almost shit, man. <laughs> like what the fuck? I think I might have aimed up and hit a hawk or some fucking shit. That thing hit such a kick. <laughs> but but he uh, he he you know he he got control and and you know shot off the next five rounds. But he was just like, holy fuck! What is that shoot? It's a forty four. It's a forty four magnum. A dirty hairy forty four magnum. Sal, I wouldn't even put the judge in the same room as you if that thing's taking your arm off <laughs> you mix the judging with those with those uh, shotgun rounds <laughs> four tens the taurus yeah holy fuck oh. I, I'm shooting the judge with the with the four tens you have to at least for me and i think i'm fairly strong i have to like dig my feet into the ground and get my knees right and block my elbows and everything to make sure i don't get a fucking 15 pound steel milkshake you know i don't want to get hit in the face with that thing yeah. i love the big guns yeah what is what is the new one um how many rounds does the new one hold uh 15 15 yeah yeah so i'm a 15 45s plus a big heavy steel monster yeah that, that motherfucker was he weigh about 12 pounds <laughs> well it's not quite that heavy <laughs> but 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 the control and the smoothness of it just surprised me because i, I today was the first time i actually got to shoot the thing and nice. i was just like wow was that that was smooth it it, it was well balanced it's light and it's light in the grip but it's mm -hmm. heavy on top and it just, it, you know, it's just balanced to where there's like, you feel no kick on it and you got a lot of control and uh, Sal can tell you that, that I just nailed that target. Yeah. Big time with that. Oh, huge, huge. And, uh, you know, easy enough slide and everything like that. I mean, for a rookie like myself, I mean, I felt comfortable with it. Um, but yeah, I was, you're high, you're low. I mean, I, don't know what the hell I was doing out there, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Neely, uh, Neely had, uh, he was on a, a roll a couple times and, uh, yeah, it was, it was like an arcade game almost. And yeah, it was a great gun. And what did, uh, your nephew have? What's the make of that? Uh, yeah, he had the, uh, uh, Sig Sauer. That was nice too. I shot that as well. That was great. So you hit the Pelosi target center mass. <laughs> <laughs> 
So we had a good good time out there. We had a couple of 44s or a, the 144, 245s, 9mm. We were out there just, you know, shooting the targets and stuff. And it, it was a good afternoon. It's great. I killed a bunch of corn. That's about it. <laughs> 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 so for for sal and then sal got to drive the uh the camaro ss today the rocket the rocket what was our observation of uh certain drivers that uh stay in the left lane all <laughs> fucking day for miles upon miles well I, be- I was i was uh pointing out to sal that as a driver myself who's an avid driver and i'm on the road quite often I, mm-hmm. I, you know, when you talk about uh, characteristics certain people have about their driving habits, I was explaining to Sal that women in general, they always stay in the left lane. Always. They never get get over. Even if people are passing them in the right, they always stay in the left lane or they are aggressive drivers to where they're aiming their car down the road. They don't drive. They got both hands on the wheel at a death grip and they're going like a bat out of hell and they just stay in the left lane the whole time. And, uh, we saw at least a half a dozen chicks doing that today. Well, if you were worthless and bleeding all the time, you'd be pissed off too. (laughs) So, we were we were driving on a in a sixty mile an hour zone. I was doing about eighty five. I had chicks passing me in the left lane, <laughs> tailgating you. Yeah, and tailgating. <laughs> but but I uh, I let Sal drive the Camaro SS today. So uh, thank you, because he doesn't get to he doesn't get to drive a whole lot. He lives in the city, so he takes public transportation quite often. Yeah. So I thought I'd let him shoot some high powered guns today and drive a high-powered car today and actually live like a real man. <laughs> Never let me drive the Camaro. What does that say about my driveway? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I've, been, I've been with you in that car. Don't even get me started. <laughs> no, you don't wanna, nobody wants to loan me their car. Please. So, the guy with a beeper feels bad for his car. Are you kidding? So, so Sal got to live like a man today. Absolutely. That's about time, Sal. Well, <laughs> Manly food, burgers, burgers and beers. Burgers on the grill, beers, <laughs> shooting big guns, driving fast cars. The only thing we didn't do is bang, uh, you know, hot chicks. Well, you know, five more hours, the pumpkin will, or the, <laughs> the chairs will turn back to a pumpkin. He'll go back to being a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so so it's been a good fourth. And then, of course, uh, Sal was really anticipating uh, being able to sit in on the show tonight. Absolutely. What <laughs> Should have told me. I'd have stayed home. I, just, I just kept watching TV. <laughs> Stuck Mojo over there. <laughs> yeah, I was listening to Stuck Mojo right up until Neely said there was a minute left, but I could have stayed in the in the bedroom and watched TV today. I'd have done fine. So is, cool that, is, that, is that hot as balls in the studio oh. today? Right now it's not terrible, and I do have this, this fan directly on me, but it's pretty warm. Yeah. It's definitely probably 85 degrees in here. Well, right I now. saw it was 90 degrees over there today. Jesus. It was, yeah, it was, it was, I stayed in the bedroom all day today in the little air conditioned room, but I'm getting a, on a good front, I am getting an air conditioner next week. It's one of the reasons I'm going to Pittsburgh is because we have a spare roll, spare portable air conditioner at Pinball PA. So I'm going to get it next week to, for this office. 
Nice. Hopefully I won't be spending the whole summer fucking roasting in here. <laughs> Cause you know, it's, it's hot in here anyway. And now with the lights, it's even more hot with the, you know, the big TV lights or whatever you want to, I don't know what they're called, but they're, I guess they're TV lights. Yeah. Big spotlights. You yeah. Gotta, it makes gotta, it even hotter. Oh in God, here, you gotta so. be baking over there, man. Sure. Yeah. It's bacon. Aiken. Fuck. Right. You know, <laughs> I need to sweat somehow. Right. <laughs> Put some tin foil around you, like a big potato or some shit like that. It's, it's even- oh, I only sail in potatoes. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's the potato boat captain. That's right. <laughs> so so aside from our uh, adventures over the last uh, twenty four hours, what's uh, what's happening in your world? Anything new in the uh, world of uh, your friend Dave Landau and your potential job? Nothing this week. Um, I didn't even talk to him this week. I didn't talk to anybody this week. I literally, it was headphones on and drive ahead. I had a, a pretty big project that I had to get done for a, um, for, um, a company that actually was, was forwarded to me by one of the listeners of our show. So I definitely appreciate that. And I won't say who, but, um, but I, I, I was really busy with that this week, and I was working on something that I'm doing with Billy Morris this week, and um, and I watched a good amount of TV, really. That's <laughs> that's kind of like today, I didn't do dick. I got up at noon and watched TV till 7 and then took a nap until 9. Yeah. That's it. So you got up at the crack of noon today? <laughs> Crack of noon. I've been saying I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting close to getting into that off schedule again where it's starting to creep back more and more to where it's like, all right, it's now 4 a.m. I guess I better go to sleep. You know, it's starting to get to that. But but it's because I've been having these longer jobs and, uh, you know, I'm working until midnight every night at least. And then I need a couple of hours to unwind. And then I get into, like, I've been watching this show this week called um, Hightown. It's on Stars. Okay. It, it's fucking great. If you like... If you can get past the the lesbian stuff, which I can, um, it, it's really it's like a dark cop type of a show, but lots of hot chicks eating out hot chicks, which I like that. You know, I'm all for that. But um, it, it, it's a really good show. It's on Stars. It's called High Town. So I've been watching that, and um, I, um, you know what I watched today, dude? You're gonna laugh because now I. I don't know if when I was married, well, I do know when I was married, I had a completely different vision, but you know, what is one of the most fucked up movies of all time? When you really break it down, Forrest Gump. Yes. Holy shit. I, here I am. I go into it today. I'm like, all right. And looking for, so I was actually looking for born on the 4th of July to watch. And I settled for, you know, Sec, I couldn't find Born on the Fourth of July, but I still wanted to watch a crippled movie, so I watched <laughs> Forrest Gump instead. My name is Forrest Gump. People call me Forrest Gump. Well, and you had Lieutenant Dan, so you still had somebody in a wheelchair, so it's close enough. An amputee in a wheelchair. Yeah, exactly. But then, you know, when I when I watched it with the wife, it was like, oh, what a nice, uplifting yeah, story. Yeah, it's a wholesome movie. When you watch it without the wife, it's like... This is the most fucked up shit ever. <laughs> this chick, she's a fucking drug addict whore. Yes. <laughs> that's such a cunt that everybody beats her. She gets beaten up in like three of the three of the four scenes where they take her away. Yes. You know, where 
where they cut away. Yes. They come back to her. One, she's got her, both of her eyes are blackened, like she fucking served dinner late or something like that. You know, the other one, the the guy that does that goddamn Johnson, you know, that that guy that's yes. yelling. He he gives her a good smack for whatever reason. Um then there's the other guy that's passed out in the bed that she's ready to jump off the fucking rail because because he's been beating on her, you know? You're like she she's just a she's a total cunt that makes guys want to kill her. Yeah, of course. And and then when everything dries up in her world, when everything is fucked and she's basically just a useless bag of shit that needs to die, then she, she reaches remembers, out. She remembers that she has a retarded rich friend that will not <laughs> fucking realize that he, that she's using him. Yeah, of course. So she brings him in. Yes. Then she fucks her retard friend. Right. Then she runs away again, comes back when she finds out she has the HIV and is going to die only so that her kid will have somebody to take care of him that's fucking rich. Right. It's the most fucked up, non-nice story ever. I agree. And I've actually had that, you know, I've actually broken down that movie and analyzed it with somebody I knew. And they were just like, how do you have such a horrific view of Forrest Gump? And it says, because that's the truth. it's, It's awful. Every bit of it is off. I said, this guy lived his entire life pining away for this girl. And yeah. she comes back after she's uh, she's abused and broken and has nothing left to offer. And he's just glad to get the scrap she throws him. Yeah. Everybody, every single person in there capitalizes from him being a dumb bag of shit, too. Fucking Bubba's mom and dad. Yeah. From it. Lieutenant Dan profited from it. You know, every one of them was a fucking broke dick piece of shit. And yet they all just landed in the world of Forrest Gump and he was too dumb to fucking tell him, hey, beat it, fucky. Yeah. Lieutenant Dan is telling him what a fucking moron he is right up until he sees a way to make money off him. Of course. Then he sucks half the money out of Forrest. And then Forrest is too dumb that he can't tell Bubba's mom to beat it. Gives <laughs> her half of his fucking apple stock. Oh, yep. Idiot. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Yeah. Fucking retard. Yeah. Well, he was. He was kind of slow. Is he slow like me? Stupid as a stupid does, ma'am. <laughs> Shut up. You're a fucking tard. Right. Another. And then the mom of all of all things, the mom literally fucks the principal to get him into a school where he will be fucking taunted and have rocks thrown at him instead of a school of his like people where he won't be where he won't be treated bad. Right. Mom literally used her pussy to get him abused. She did. It's fucking the worst movie of all time. Yeah, it's horrific. Absolutely. It's it, a horror movie. Yeah, it's 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 the dregs of society. That's all it is. It should be reclassified as horror. It should be right next to Hostel and um, Friday the 13th. It, it's, it's that kind of horror. Yeah. It, well, you know what, what doing that where you broke it all down. That's like us breaking down a Harry Chapin story. It is, you know, people go, Oh, Hey, yeah, it was, yeah, it's Harry Chapin. You know, it's taxi driver. Oh, that's about a guy who drives a taxi and meets people. This sounds like Harry Chapin after he drank a gallon of vodka and he's <laughs> right about to jump off a pier and kill himself. Exactly. Oh, you know what? You know what it sounds like? Remember in the Sopranos when AJ hooked the brick to his foot and then dove off the fucking 
diving board. Yeah. That's that like that second right before when he's putting the bag over his head and putting the putting the rubber band around it. That's when he wrote fucking Forrest Gump. <laughs> right at that exact moment, his worst moment of despair. Horrible. It's so bad. Well, I, I had that. I literally had that thought about that movie way back when when it was available to watch on, you know, whether whether it was like HBO or, you know, yeah. some cable, you know, back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the time, the girlfriend that I had, I broke that movie down for her the way yeah. that I viewed it. And she thought I was the most horrific person she ever knew. She goes, how could you have such a viewpoint? It's just like, did you watch the same movie I did? Yeah, yeah but it's uplifting. <laughs> There's nothing uplifting about it. This guy in got, end, just got in used. The, in the end, little Forrest gets on the same bus with the same bus driver. Yeah, sure. While his dumb fuck dad sits on a fucking stump at the mailbox waiting for him to come home because he's too dumb to do anything else. Right. He's too dumb to have a fucking video game to play or something. <laughs> fucking moron. I made so much money that they let me cut the grass for yeah, free. Yeah, they let me cut the grass for free. Yeah, sure. They said, look at this fucking millionaire retard. Give him a fucking key to the lawnmower. Yeah. We'll have a good time watching him either cut the grass or cut off his foot. Yeah. Watching Forrest drive around on that riding lawnmower was like watching Sal drive on the uh, on the go-kart track last night. <laughs> <laughs> The go-kart bully. <laughs> I got to win. What, was, was Sal driving slow and making bad turns? <laughs> I, I got in front of him purposefully, Chris, when we started out. I was trying to box his ass out and shit, but he, I, I knew he'd go around me and stuff like But, you know, the chicks, dude, it's like, come on, you, you know, running them into the tires and whatnot, you know, piss, lap it. I think he lapped one. Good. Fuck them. They're equals now. <laughs> There's no vagina there, just a fucking competitor. Yeah, Good a, for you, Neely. Yeah, I said, get out of my way, cunt. You should have flipped one of them over, man, <laughs> laying on their fucking head. If you had a horn on that thing, you would have been laying on it. <laughs> if, you would, if you would have flipped one over, you'd have had a boyfriend on the side going, yeah! <laughs> well, actually, I was I was neck and neck with her boyfriend. Nice. Because uh, he lapped her and I lapped her, and then I was neck and neck with him all the way up to where they gave us the red light, and we had to go in. But <laughs> so, do you win something for these races, or you just race? Nah, it's just racing. Okay, pride. I mean, sometimes when you do those things, they give you tickets, and you can go get a spider ring or something. Yeah, well, yeah. well, it, it we did accumulate tickets. We just didn't go cash them in. Exactly. Yeah. I get that asked all the time about Pinball PA. People are like, do you guys do tickets? I'm like, no, what are we fucking <laughs> two? <laughs> yeah, but I wanted to I wanted to get some Twizzlers. Stuff well, and, and believe me, there's a thought of doing it because Lord knows I could get people to fucking spend $400 to get a fucking Jack's ball, a bouncy ball or something. <laughs> I won something. Look. <laughs> you validated my existence. I actually won something. I'm a winner. I've been collecting these tickets for three years. Let me get the teddy bear. Yeah, I got 500 tickets here. 500 <laughs> tickets. Well, you get the um, you get the special uh, Cracker Jack insert. Yeah, yeah, you get the you get the pencil with the with the funny yeah. eraser head. Yeah, you get the erasers. <laughs> Elvis mirror. 
you got to collect what four thousand tickets to get anything worth a shit beer. Yeah, yeah. And, and even the most, the best thing they got in there isn't really worth a shit. The big giant teddy bear probably sells for like forty bucks. <laughs> but but they you know. they spent uh, twelve hundred dollars to get it. Yeah, their their fucking dad sitting in the sitting in the room in the back of the place watching his kids skate while some guy's pawing his daughter's ass and forking over money to his other kid, you know, 20 at a time until he spent $400 in the arcade fucking some jerk off collected tickets off skee-ball or some shit. (laughs) (laughs) Which we played and enjoyed. (laughs) We we played a lot of skee-ball last night. I've got a skee-ball machine in Pinball PA. In fact, I think we have two now. I think Ed said we got another one. But um, I, I I don't hate skee-ball. What I'm saying is that's where they that's where they get you. Because skee-ball, you know, people play that fucking skee-ball. They score 500 or whatever the score is on it, and they get two tickets. Well, they're like, fuck, two tickets. I'm going to play this again and yeah. again and again and again. And before you know it, they've dumped 20 bucks into that. Yeah, easily. Thing. Yeah, skee-ball is at... at it's absolutely crack. <laughs> <laughs> well, we played our fair share of skee ball last night. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Cause you guys are crack addicts. Yeah. But fortunately, fortunately, you know, it was, what was it? 75 cents a, a, a play. Yeah. Swipe on the cards. Yeah. And, then, uh, you know, the old, the, getting the cards up. Uh, yeah. $20 fucking minimum. Um, no change given out. Okay. All right. So, we both, I think, went home with cards that had some fucking balance. Yeah, we and still shit have like it. about nine bucks on there. Yeah, couldn't buy a beer that, on a fucker. That is, that is how you do it. Of course, right? Good, good, good point. I sell, I sell, I sell um, gift cards, and believe me when I tell you, none of them are at a price that we sell anything at. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we like you know a, a regular a, a regular individual admission is twenty bucks. So the lowest right, the lowest amount that I sell a gift card for twenty five bucks. Right. Nice. So that you're going to recharge it, or you're going to fucking leave five dollars in my coffee. Yeah, leave leave nice five dollars on the table. Yeah, nice move. I know how to play that. That's the game. Yeah. Most people don't redeem the fucking things anyways. Anywhere. Yeah, even more of the game. Right. That's even more of the game. Have them expire. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we do that all the time. I get, I must get, because we do all of the little side things, a little like um, Groupon and shit like that on occasion. Just pay half, all this other shit. Well, I put absolute restrictions on it. I'm like, you can use it on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday until this date. And I mean, religiously, five before fucking COVID killed everything, I was getting five calls a week. Uh, yeah, uh. My coupon says Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, but I want to use it Saturday. Can I use it? No. Does it say Saturday, sir? <laughs> Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, but it's also dated 2014. Is that okay? No. It's not. Does it, does it say expired, sir? Yeah. Thanks for your 40 bucks, dumbbell. Appreciate it. Appreciate your donation. I'm gonna I'm gonna donate your donation to Black Lives Matter. I sure am. CBLM. <laughs> Watch that money get laundered over several times and whatnot that we've learned, right, Neil? Right. <laughs> right. Now there you go. PC so, is unrelentless in the chat uh, that I'm watching. He thinks that I'm on a make a wish um type of uh, vacation, if you will, doing everything <laughs> before I was pronounced with like 
a grave illness of some sort. What's next, Disney World? Fuck. He, he's, he, he's he's a he's the subject material of the latest book of Great Expectations. I I'm the rich benefactor in a top hat, give, giving him all his wishes before he dies of a <laughs> of a, a chronic illness. Or he's gonna die in a fucking riot at living where he lives. Jesus. <laughs> well, that's why he's here. He wanted to get out of town over the weekend Peaceful because protesting. because he was uh, pretty convinced that uh, there will be <laughs> at least three hundred shootings this weekend in Chicago. I got the over and under yeah. five hundred. I told Neely. What do you think, Chris? Five hundred. Well, how many were there last weekend? Uh, Father's Father's Day, and I'll stress Father's Day the weekend was four hundred. Yeah, the most confusing day for most of these folks. Oh, geez. Now, that might be racist. It might be, but it's not. Three-day weekend. Yeah. Was this a three-day weekend? Was, no, was no. Friday? No, he's just talking from Friday till Monday morning. Yeah. Oh, I don't think 500. No. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, you might have 500 missing fingers, but you want to have 500 Yeah. I think I put it at 220 shot, uh, shootings, people shot. And 50 uh-huh. dead this weekend. 50 dead sounds about right. 200, eh, somewhere in there. 200, two, two to 300. I say 220, 50 dead. That's my guess. I'm just going to say not enough. <laughs> not if they shoot like me. Fuck. <laughs> 200 dead hawks. <laughs> Corn stalks. <laughs> Why are all these crows dead with no heads? What happened? <laughs> He killed this grass. Yes, the sow was here. <laughs> what target? <laughs> Salim's down from his balcony to shoot a fucking protester and hits the building across the street. <laughs> and the interesting thing is, is we were out on my sister's farm and, and the, uh, the old, um, cliche rings true for sal that guy couldn't hit the side of a barn <laughs> but aiming at the side of the barn he hit a plane <laughs> what wall <laughs> <laughs> shit <laughs> lucky one of those cats didn't wander into the into a range of fire coming out of the, the barn only that, the only way the cat had anything anything to hide is if one of the birds grabbed it and flew away with it sal <laughs> Exactly, man. Oh, yeah. It's just like, holy shit, you know. <laughs> Keep that shit down, you know. <laughs> All right. He hates these cans. Exactly. <laughs> well, it is it is 4th of July weekend. I hope everybody's, uh, you know, enjoying the uh, freedoms and the liberties that this country still offers. And, uh, you know, everybody's safe and enjoying uh, the holiday. And tuned into the show and all that good stuff. So uh, I say, uh, since you brought up the whole Forrest Gump thing, yes, I don't think uh, a better song uh, describes that situation more than uh, something from "It's Five O'clock Somewhere." Some slash a snake pit with the beggars and hangers on. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Works for me. All right. Well, we're going to play a couple tunes. We'll come back. We'll get into the whole groove of this thing. So uh, anyway, uh, if you're not tuned in or, or into the chat room, is the chat room full yet? Uh, not really looking at it. Uh, 45. Take, 
So there's five slots left in the chat room. So uh, if if you're listening live and you want to jump in the chat, there's five slots left. So once we max out at 50, no more. Yeah, then fuck you, pal. Exactly. All right. Well, we'll come back. Uh, we'll we'll get into some more stuff here. So I'm going to play some Slash of Snake Pit. This one goes out to the uh, to the miserable cunt on uh, Forrest Gump. And all the other people who drained him of uh, everything that he had because he was too dumb to see it, as Chris says. Yes. And uh, this this song features uh, Eric Dever on lead vocal with, of course, Slash on guitar. And this is the Beggars and Hangers On exclusively here. On your classic metal show. 